This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Music or noise? Music or noise? Music or noise? This is a question we're going to be uh, probably asking a lot on this edition of All Songs Considered, (laughs) since Lars Gottridge is here for another edition of Viking's Choice. Hey, Robin. Hey, Lars. Um... Always bringing the jams. What is this? This is Matmus. The track is was said right at the top, Music or Noise, and it's the album Return to Archive. Let's listen to some more. Happy to just get lost in this world of sound, but there is a really interesting story behind this <laughs> yes. this recording and this album. Uh, Matmus is the electronic duo of uh, Martin C. Schmidt and Drew Daniel. Uh, they've been making music together for more than a couple of decades now. And on this record, they were given access to the Smithsonian Folkways catalog. It's a record label that's been around decades. I think they just celebrated 75 years in 2023. To celebrate those years, Matmus was asked to do what they do best, which is take unexpected sample sources and turn it into experimental yet accessible music. Instead of digging into their best known recordings, which are uh, American blues or music from Ghana or from Indonesia, and they decided to dig into the non-music records recordings of birds and frogs and sounds of the office. There's a moment, it's coming up right now, I want to, let's bring this back up because I want to, speaking of just noise, let's listen to this noise. That screeching sounds, it's like a, a tea kettle or air being let out of a balloon slowly, or, or it could be a person screaming, I don't know. So uh, I asked Matmus to tell me exactly what is in the oh, track. Okay. And uh, they gave me uh, three paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> they write, the central screaming female voice is a digital manipulation of the soprano vocal techniques displayed on the Vox Humana LP. And the persistent crash symbol is taken from the track turntable full of sound effects, announcements, and horror horrifying background moods for the making of seductive soap operas. <laughs> so specific. It Extremely is so, so specific. <laughs> I love that. And I do hear music in noise. And that's something that I think we're going to keep coming back to. Something else we're going to keep coming back to is uh, a recurring theme that sort of stitches all of your picks today together. Uh, it's time and space. And you've broken these selections into, uh, I'll call them chapters. So we're in chapter one right now, and you're calling this... Histories Lost and Found. Histories Lost and Found. And so this project from Atmos, I think, very clearly falls into that category. They've discovered the history, Mm -hmm. and uh, they have brought it back to life in these really amazing ways, I think. 
the fun thing to think about with uh, Return to Archive is that Moses Ash, who founded Smithsonian Folkways, not only wanted to document Jewish cantors or blues musicians, he wanted to document everything about life. And so that meant recording staplers clicking right, and uh, the limits of the human voice. So here is this guy who is like, hey, U.S. government, I want money to document blues musicians, but also staplers. <laughs> Your tax dollars at work. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah. What else do you have under this chapter of Histories Lost and Found? There's a group called Poyo Ueda, and it is a French prog rock band joined by a Japanese folk singer. Uh, they put out two records this year. The first one was self-titled. This new record is called uh, Yoshitsune. Uh, we should just play a little bit of the track, Coco. I'm giving you the biggest smile right now, Lars, because I'm watching you bob your head to this in perfect time. I mean, you're you're feeling the beat in this. So when I listened to this mix that you put together, and I listened to it in a, in a playlist, one song running into the other, I was very much taken into a world of time and space. But this is one cut that was a little more challenging for me, not challenging in that I, I didn't enjoy listening to it. Mm -hmm. I just didn't make those connections. What are you hearing in this? As I said before, Poyo Ueda is a collaboration between a French prog rock band and uh, Junko Ueda, who is a Japanese folk singer, very highly respected in the world of epic storytelling, in which she spins these Japanese medieval tales using just her voice in an instrument called a Satsuma Biwa, which is a very large stringed instrument struck very strongly with a giant pick. And in these stories, she's telling tales from like the 12 and 1300s. This story in particular is about a hero, uh, Yoshitsune, and he had won this epic battle for his clan. And as sometimes happens, the clan grew suspicious of his power and his intentions, and they exiled him. The thing I, I love about this record is that we are getting stories that normally would only be heard by very niche audiences, but instead you're getting in this new context that really energizes the story in ways that you normally wouldn't expect. Do you find as, you, as you're getting older that you're, you appreciate history more? Are you more interested in history now than you were when you were a kid, for example? I have grown to realize as I've gotten older, uh, I turned 40 in 2023, that history is a spider web. It's a three-dimensional mm. being. Yeah. Uh, everything is connected. Yeah, yeah. And it segues really nicely into our next, uh, our next album, which is a much darker and heavier affair, but still 
uh, Starkly Beautiful, and that is the record by Mesa Jalud. It's a record called Maja, the Battle of the Hotels. Uh, here's the track, Benana. Una set this up by saying that this was really heavy and certainly is thematically this was uh, to me a very lovely song um, but as lovely as this is it is detailing uh, a pretty awful period in history uh, in the mid-1970s during the Lebanese Civil War. Yeah, Mesa Jalad is a historian and she specifically got her master's thesis in historic preservation based in Beirut, Lebanon and in her studies, uh, she came across a story that she had never heard or read growing up about a five-month battle that occurred in the mid-70s in the heart of Beirut between uh, two ideologically opposed forces. And the battle happened in high-rise hotels, um, and it was bloody and it was awful. And the more that she researched it, the more disturbed she became that it wasn't part of her t of her education. Mm. And so she spent a lot of time literally uh, mapping out the area where these battles had occurred. Um, the, the album itself comes with this beautiful, vibrant, colored map. But the, the thing that kind of like uh, really hit home for this record for me is that if we do not learn our history, and if certain histories are lost or erased, then sometimes it feels like we are doomed to repeat that history and that the echoes of history just continue on. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that certainly comes through in, in the, the sort of concept behind this record. I was really struck by how she said that uh, in an interview I read that she walked by these buildings that were damaged and, you know, chip marks and pock marks from bullet holes and you know what is that all about like mm -hmm. how could she not know and but the, i guess tying this back to the theme of time what it made me think of is just how completely indifferent time is to us and uh the vastness of time too how in this case she's thinking of history and how history can be erased sometimes intentionally of course uh, but how time i think eventually will have its way mm. with us and that makes me think about how precious our time here is. And just what a gift it is to be anything at all, to even exist in this incredible mystery that we're all, you know, sort of slogging through day in and day out. Um, you know, and to do good while you can. What are you going to do with the time that you have? That to me is what is so crucial about hearing, digging into these difficult stories. Because if we don't learn from them, how can we celebrate the life that, that we have? 
Let's get to the next chapter. Chapter two, you're calling it The Past is Ever Present. And I really love this this first artisan cut that you picked. Ruth Anderson and Anaya Lockwood are kind of like cult favorites of early electronic music. This is a record called Tet a Tet that brings them together in a way that they haven't done on record in a very long time. So the, we've actually been hearing a bit of the song underneath all of this. It just sounds like birds chirping maybe in mm-hmm. the background, but this is called For Ruth. Let's hear a little bit more of it. It's, it's you know, blue sky, <laughs> curious clouds. And if I go for a bat swim, I'll take you along. And I wrote out a whole list of things to do, and I may not do any of them. Good seem surprised when I, I said I really like this cut that you're bringing. This is actually my favorite cut that you have. That's today. so surprising. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm such an audio nerd. I'm, yeah, 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 we work at NPR. <laughs> well, <laughs> <makes> I'm, <laughs> I guess more than that, uh, you know, I guess I mentioned sampling. I, I love the world of sound that is always around me. And mm-hmm. um, even when I was a kid, you know, I had this old mono cassette recorder and I'd lean it against the television, the speaker on our television and record TV shows and commercials and whatever was on TV, and I'd record hours of it, and I'd listen to it in bed as I was going to sleep and get lost in the the voices and the sounds. And I loved that I didn't have some screen that I was staring at. I loved the imaginary world that unfolded in my mind. And, you know, I would very frequently just leave the recorder going and leave the room, so I didn't even know what I was capturing until I listened to it later. And um, and then there's sort of the the sense that you're eavesdropping on a conversation, which certainly happens on this. Kind of all those things are coming together in this cut for me. So Ruth Anderson and Anaya Lockwood, uh, as I said, are electronic musicians, but they specifically dealt in field recordings. So that can mean birds yeah. uh, and sounds of nature. And uh, Anaya Lockwood is actually very well known for these things she did called sound maps of rivers. Uh, so she would do field recordings of rivers. But they also recorded all of their conversations, basically. Yeah. It is telling you a story that you have to trust. Mm-hmm. Because even though you are hearing what you think are real-time conversations, it's actually more than likely that these conversations happened over decades. Yeah. So you're hearing these laughter. <laughs> you're hearing the response. But you are dropped into this scene and you can feel the intimacy you can feel the love you can feel the doubt uh like there's a moment about six minutes and 40 seconds in i know exactly what you're talking about yes and uh, we should play it and it might not immediately hit people like oh yeah i hear it but, but here it is It's such a beautiful moment. Like it like just listening to it now, I get I, I do get chills. Yeah. Hearing mm-hmm. them at hearing that question 
Are yeah. we really going to do everything together? But here's the thing. To me, this was, I do hear a narrative in this. There is an arc to this story. And to me, there's a tur- this is a turning moment. What I hear in this is a lot of doubt. There's almost a little bit of suspicion uh, of hearts being broken. One person is clearly looking for some sort of reassurance from the other. Like, are we really going to do everything together? And then we're going we're to go back to New York together. Mm. This is a, a, a little bit darker moment in this sort of story that unfolds. For me, anyway, that's what I heard. But that's also what love is, right? It's all the doubts. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the stuff that hurts that makes it work har- harder and better. And so this is like a conversation across time that they've been having for decades. And here's Anaya Lockwood saying, I still love you. I love that. Oh my God! Oh, you! Just, I just got goosebumps too, Lars. I, I, I love this. I, I, I also want to say, um, in the context of again all the picks that you made, uh, I listened to it in a single playlist without, um, you know, our yammering interrupting every <laughs> every cut. So I, I had the pleasure of just hearing the music and hearing how one track ran into the next, and I want people to experience what I experienced when I was listening to this. So I want to hear just the end of this cut. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, into the next yeah, one. Yeah, the yes. cut for Ruth. And I'm going to just let it play into the next cut that you had in this mix. Have a beautiful day. Have a lovely, peaceful day. Good night, then. Love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> you laugh, uh, but I don't know. It to me, it's sort of like the perfect reply. <laughs> um. I, I struggle to find entry points. Well, here. So this very guttural, screamy stuff that you, you bring to the show every now and then. I, I had to bring at least one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I do struggle to find entry points. I haven't always connected with this music, uh, but it works so perfectly in this mix. In, in this case, the way you frame the song, the, the cut we just heard for Ruth, and the one that I know that's coming after this, it just works so well. Trust the narrative, Robin. <laughs> well, well, tell us why you picked this one. Well, first of all, who it is and what we're listening to, and then, and then why you picked this one. This is Zulu. Uh, they're a, a hardcore band from Los Angeles. But if you want to get nerdy, if you want to be more correct, they're a power violence band. <laughs> if you must know as you push your glasses up your nose. Uh, power, power violence. Power violence? Yes, power violence. That's a genre? Yeah, it's a oh, sub, God. sub, sub genre of hardcore. <laughs> Basically, it's just like thrashier and more distorted and yeah. dissonant. Yeah, Zulu, they put out their debut record, A New Tomorrow, in 2023. I believe they were, they started as a, a pandemic project for one member, and then it became a full band. The track that we're listening to is called Life as a Shorty. Sure gonna be rough. Um, Let's, I need to bring it back up here because we're about to hit this moment in the oh, song great. where it takes a, a very unexpected turn. Why? 
So I was not expecting them to, to make the shift to Nina Simone. How did they make this pivot? So Zulu is a black hardcore band. All of its members are black. And kind of like the intent for Zulu was to celebrate not only black Americana, but black consciousness, black joy, black struggle, the, the whole, as much existence as you can pack into a very short hardcore record that expresses themselves, but also uh, mm. Even though it sounds, even though they're screaming, their ultimate purpose is joy. And when to be young, gifted, and black came in for the first time, I was like, "What's this doing here?" Also, there's a Marvin Gaye sample elsewhere on the record. Mm. I edited a piece by Lana Dawes that came out around the record, uh, and what she seized upon immediately was these samples. And the thing that she said is that these are conversations between these young Black Americans and these legends of Black music. And the lyric that the vocalist says uh, in the song is, help me, I'm falling out, I've never seen an end right in front of me. So Nina Simone comes in, and it's an affirmation. Mm. It's saying, it's, it's an anthem to uplift African Americans. And that song was specifically written for the civil rights era, but it echoes on yeah. indefinitely. And what the singer from the band said, and I quote, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. And in the activism world, a lot of people wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the likes of people like Nina Simone, especially in music. So here's that idea that the past is ever present, right? that we are constantly in conversation with history. And this is all connected. Yeah. Uh, like us, like black kids doing hardcore is not new. We've been we've been here, and here is our lineage. Yeah, I, I love this conversation that they're having in the themes, but also just in the sounds. Right, this very very current sound with uh, very classic older sound. It, it works so well, and like I said, it worked really well hearing this cut from Zulu come out of the the for Ruth, and then uh, as I said, I listened to this single playlist. We're going to enter the the third chapter, which is called Memory is a Mystical Measure of Time. But as we enter this third chapter together, Lars, <laughs> I want to play this cut from Zulu, just the end of it, again, so we can hear how it ran into the, the cut right after it. Again, another great reset that worked really, really well coming out of that Zulu cut, framing it. Um, who is this and uh, why did you pick it? This is uh, Young Webster, uh, and this is his self-titled debut album. Kind of dropped 
I don't know where. There's not really much information. Yeah, I, I, I dug around trying to find more about him, and he's just not a lot out there. I just know he's from New York, and he got a bunch of different producers from all over the world to contribute to this record. Uh, the name of this track is called Stay Focus, with several S's. Yeah. And then in brackets, fast plus reg, and reg stands for regular. And we'll hear why there's a kind of like a split uh, in a moment. But the thing that I love about this record is that it's so meditative. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't always quite understand what Young Webster is saying because it's blurred under these these beats. Oh, I don't understand a word you say. <laughs> I, I tried so hard to listen to what he's saying, and I, I gave up very quickly because it is so hard. You know, I was trying to figure out the connection to time that you were hearing, and, right. and, and you can tell me, but um, I, I will say that the more I thought about it, the more I thought that the lack of clarity was in fact the, the whole point in a track called stay focused yes right i mean it has never been harder for people to pay attention to anything there's never been more things competing for our attention mm -hmm. our you know our, our attentions have never been more fragmented and when your attention is fragmented like that it really messes with your sense of time and space and how you move through it absolutely so what you're going to hear about halfway through this track and on most of the tracks on this album is a split in time. So if the first half was fast, which this doesn't feel fast, but he says that it's fast, uh, the second section is quote unquote regular. And so what does regular sound like to young Webster? We're about to find out. Maybe guess like who we are now. Yeah, I stay focused. They try to change my mind of who you are now. Still, I stay focused. Still, I stay focused. I'm in a bed and I'm seeing the motion sheets. I put myself up in the shade, made them please. The name of the room's in the shade, I'm saying we use. The judge is down to the bed, I'm rubbing with ease. I'm thinking I see something. It's subtle, but it's it's definitely slower. The beat slower. comes back slower. <laughs> yeah, well, his voice is pitch shifted too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there, there are quite a few things that are happening here. Young Webster is sort of digging on a history of hip hop, especially from the last ten years. So I think about Young Thug. I think about Clams Casino, the producer who made these very cloudy rap instrumentals. I think about the album Rain in England by Lil B, where he did these rapped meditations over basically ambient not beats. Mm -hmm. And then you go back even farther to, and you go to Houston for DJ Screw, who would literally put uh, screws in a turntable to slow down his favorite records to kind of soundtrack a druggy trip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there's that. Then on the other side, there's this funny part of me that is wondering if Young Webster is responding to a trend on TikTok, <laughs> which is not a place I spend any time. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, uh, no, neither do I. I, I mostly rely on friends to text me things, mm -hmm. where uh, these people would just speed up pop and hip hop songs. Mm -hmm. 
and put their slap their name on it and then you know there would be tiktok challenges or whatever to these songs okay um so much so that some artists have started releasing sped up versions of their own songs so mariah carey did it mm-hmm. so here's a guy who's like i'm gonna give you both in one song <laughs> yeah i mean I, I think at the very least it's a wink yeah, you know, at, at that sort of nobody's thing. gonna care about this TikTok thing in <laughs> a few years. <laughs> oh, I think that's generous. I mean, a, a few years, give give it a few weeks uh, or less. This made me think uh, again uh, in in time uh, and space, and again how fragmented our attentions are. It also made me think there's a there's a laziness in this music. I, I don't mean lazy in in like he's phoning the production and i mean it's just it's very languid and mm-hmm. you know it it, it kind of stretches and stretches yeah. yeah and it made me think of this great quote from seneca who said more or less that it's the the dilemma in life is not that uh there's so little time it's just that we we waste so much of it mm. that brings me to my next track Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, before we get to that next track, yeah, and we're still in the chapter here, memory is a mystical measure of time. Uh, I want to be aware of time. We need to take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we come back, we will have more deep thoughts on uh, time and space and the music, Lars, that you brought for this edition of Vikings Choice. Uh, and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, A People's History, from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Directed by Prentice Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, A People's History, tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, A People's History, is now streaming on Hulu. Support for NPR and the following message come from Proven Winners Color Choice Shrubs. Their flowering shrubs and evergreens are trialed and tested by expert horticulturists for 8 to 10 years to ensure a beautiful, high-performance display in your landscape or garden. And because the team at Proven Winners Color Choice Shrubs is passionate about gardening, they've put together resources to help you get started with garden projects big and small. For example, did you know that hydrangea flower buds form on branches the year before they bloom? With guides like Hydrangeas Demystified, you can learn from the experts and get your questions answered on hydrangea pruning, watering, reblooming, and more. Proven Winners Color Choice Shrubs are available in the distinctive white containers at garden centers nationwide, including over 50 varieties of hydrangeas. Learn more at provenwinnerscolorchoice.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Dive into the chilling new Hulu original series, Under the Bridge, the riveting adaptation of the acclaimed true crime book. Based on shocking true events, Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. Go deep into the hidden world of the town's tormented teenagers as detectives race to solve the sinister crime. Starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone, Under the Bridge is now streaming with new episodes Wednesdays, only on Hulu. So Lars, you were about to tell us uh, about your next pick here. We're still in Memory is a Mystical Measure of Time, and our next artist is Lise Ring, an artist from Estonia who's lived in Sweden for the last uh, decade or so. She actually came out with a couple records this year. She came out with kind of more of a singer-songwritery record and then more of an ambient meditation called Homing. And this is a song called After Image One, Nothing Stands Still. (laughs) 
mentioned in previous shows how if you throw in a few hand claps or something like that I'm instantly in you put birds chirping underneath <laughs> a, a, a mix I'm also all in yeah I read that Lee's ring in addition to being a musician is also a, a photographer and a bird watcher mm-hmm. uh, so that tracks when you listen to yeah. this <laughs> so this record is called homing and uh, it's a concept record it's about the idea of home not necessarily being a place, but a person or an object mm-hmm. or an idea. Right. And how often that idea of home becomes more fuzzy over time and mm. how memories uh, shift and become stranger and weirder and are forgotten. Mm. And again, that idea of. of History being erased just by the vastness of time. There's just so much going on, and my sense of memory has changed so much as I've gotten older. Things that I thought were so crucial to who I am as a person, like core memories, they are fuzzier, they are stranger, and I spent a lot of time uh, with this record, particularly on long walks. And so I was taking a long walk recently, and I sort of got lost. I mean, I knew where I was. It was just basically in my neighborhood. But I saw things a little differently. Yeah. Uh, there was a tree that I hadn't noticed before. I love that. So I was on a nice, chilly walk in my neighborhood when I listened to your entire mix. So maybe that's another thing that people should take away from this show. Go for walks. Go for walks. Go for walks and listen to they music. Are so, they are so <laughs> important. I take a walk every single morning. You talk about childhood memories and and trying to hold on to them and and how slippery they can be that it makes me think of this great moment in the book the sheltering sky when the author paul bowles says you know we get to live with the illusion that life is forever because we don't know when we're going to die right so we get to live with this feeling that well things are just going to always be um, and, and he says, as we've noted on the show, that actually everything is very fleeting. And one of the examples he gives is take a childhood memory that you have. And it's a memory of something, he says, that is so important to you that you can't imagine your life without it. It's critical to who you are. But really, how many more times are you actually even going to think of that memory or have that memory? He says maybe three or four more times. Mm. But it all feels limitless. And again, it's that, it's that idea of like... Our lives, our histories are a collection, and it's no one thing that determines who we are and how we react to the world around us. Uh, Okay, there were only two selections in this chapter, three, memory is a mystical measure of time. So let's now uh, step together, Lars, into this next dimension, this next chapter, the, the fourth and final chapter that you're calling where we're going, we don't need, and you have a little ellipsis. I assume you mean roads from uh, back, to the, back to the future. Yeah, where we're going, we don't need roads. But, but it's just fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Because borders are meaningless, and so is time. And we're starting 
with a project by Alicia Crampton. She is uh, an American electronic artist. She has a project called Chuki Mamani Kondori, which is her native name from the Amara tribe where her people come from. Uh, this is a track called Breathing. <laughs> Another great mood shift from the track that we heard before this, and I felt like you were trying to say, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> There's something very very reassuring about this. Yeah. Alicia Crampton, as I mentioned, is indigenous, and she describes this project kind of as like a layer of music from the Andes Mountains, where these peoples and where this music comes from. Much of Elise Crampton's work is anti-colonialist, anti-capitalist, because the area where her people are from in Bolivia were basically taken over by Spanish settlers. And so here's this project that not only explores how oppression can affect an indigenous people, but also the queer community that she is part of. Here's Alicia Crampton literally layering history uh, upon these uh, songs. But such a celebration, that's what I hear, and, and I, maybe that's what's reassuring to me when I hear this. In the context of everything that we've heard leading up to this moment, the song to me, and the one that you have coming up next, the song was a reminder that even though we live in this, this vast mystery called life that no one really truly understands. I mean, basically everything's made up. <laughs> I mean, because hey, we just, you know, we... My we, partner says it every single day. I mean, Everything it, is made up. It's just made up. <laughs> I mean, we just, this is what we just decided because we're trying to bring order or we're trying to feel more secure in all of the uncertainty by by giving labels and names and, and order to everything. And, the, and all of those sorts of things seem to just evaporate in this song and you're just left with the idea that that life is beautiful and and just dance and be together Mm. and forget about everything else i don't know that's what i heard i mean that's exactly what the next and final track is uh by sun watchers it's called world people and it's from the album music is victory over time This is a song that's all about life is for the living, 
and, and just get out there and keep moving. Absolute party music from every conceivable avant-garde party music you can think of. I've loved this band for a long time, and everything kind of coalesces on this record in a way that I don't think they've quite gotten before. Uh, they started this band as kind of a way to incorporate their many, many influences. So, so you got Albert Eiler and Orna Coleman style for you jazz. You've got Lamont Young style drone. You've got Steve Reichian minimalism. Mm. You've got kind of like psychedelic folk music from Thailand. <laughs> and it's all kind of like thrown together as a, a big party jam. And the title of the record is the one that I keep coming back to. Music is victory over time. And it just kind of like sums up their whole thing. Mm. That the, the, the collection of music and experience is given time to flourish and to develop and to grow and to bloom and to fail. That ultimately you end up victorious. And so they are conveying this idea of liberation to express the idea that like, yeah, the world sucks, but you can have a good time too. And you should fight for whatever rights that you need, you should fight for the oppressed. The the whole idea, that statement, music is victory over time, I think you can read it a couple of ways. My first take on it was maybe these physical vessels that we are all traveling around in may not last forever, but the music and art that we create will. In a million years, uh, will there still be Beethoven and the Beatles? Uh, you know, I don't know. But it made me think of the other way to consider music as victory over time. And that is, it can be a, a victory over time in this moment that we're in right now. Hmm. It doesn't have to be time a thousand years from now or a hundred years or 50 or 20 years from now. It is victory, as you, as you so beautifully put, over all of the other ills of the world that uh, we have to deal with day in and day out. This music is uh, a way of not only persevering, but sort of succeeding in life, in the moment. And also the name of the song itself, I think, speaks to a lot of this, and that's world people. World people, I mean, that's the whole idea, right? Is that there's no such thing as race, but there is. There's no such thing as borders, but there are. And ultimately, we are all the same people. And the only way that we survive, the only way that we are victorious is if we collaborate together. And this is what this song is all about. We're, we're all in this together, and as you say, collaborate together, I always think, and create, create together. Ultimately, all that matters is now. Yeah, I agree completely. I, I love that we should go out on, on that and on this song from Sun Watchers, World People from Music is Victory Over Time. Thanks so much, Lars. It is always a journey. With Thanks, you. Robin, I appreciate it. This message comes from Schwab. With Schwab Investing Themes, it's easy to invest in ideas you believe in, like online music and videos, artificial intelligence, electric vehicles, and more. Schwab's research uncovers emerging trends, then their technology curates relevant stocks into over 40 themes to choose from. 
Schwab Investing Themes is not intended to be investment advice or a recommendation of any stock or investment strategy. Visit schwab.com slash thematic investing. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When your celebration of life is prepaid today, your family is protected tomorrow. Planning ahead is truly one of the best gifts you can give your family. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. This election season, you can expect to hear a lot of news, some of it meaningful, much of it not. Give the Up First podcast 15 minutes, sometimes a little less, and we'll help you sort it out what's going on around the world and at home. Three stories, 15 minutes, Up First every day. Listen every morning, wherever you get your podcasts.